Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. But today, my friends, this is going to be one of the most technically important radio shows that you listen to if you truly want to be a real estate investor. I've got some very important material to get across to you today. Um, the first thing I want to discuss is the difference between a true real estate investor and a syndicator and how they're not the same thing and how they, they don't even have the same goals in mind. They're not even close. Then after I cover the difference between a real estate investor and a syndicator, I want to show you what's happening to the market. And I've got real data in front of me today, which is not one of my strong points to go search out data, but somebody put the data together for me very clearly. And uh, I've got it at my fingertips today. And we're going to talk about what's happening to the marketplace, um, specifically in the Texas marketplace, although it's happening all over the country right now the same way. Uh, it's just that I have the specific data for the Texas marketplace, and which will then lead us to discuss what's actually going on all over the country. Um, you don't want to miss this. That's all I can tell you. You just don't want to miss this because it's going to be really good. So let's talk about the difference, first of all, between a syndicator and a real estate investor. A normal real estate investor, and by the way, I came into this stuff 33 years ago, 34 years ago, something like that. I started buying houses. We buy a piece of real estate for five reasons. One is that there's cash flow. In fact, it might even be a sixth reason. Let me give you the sixth reason. The sixth reason is because if our money's in the stock market, there's absolutely no telling what's going to happen to it. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go sideways. and We're going to lose our butt. And one of the things is that rule number one is don't lose money. So that's really a, another reason why I went into real estate and why I teach real estate is because when you buy a piece of real estate, you really shouldn't lose money. Now, when we get to the syndicator part of this, syndicators are losing money left and right right now. They're getting their behinds kicked. And I'll explain why they are, and I'll show you how they got themselves into that problem. But that's the second half of the show. The first thing is to understand why you are buying real estate, why I'm buying real estate. I'm buying real estate because, number one, I'm not going to lose any money. I've never lost any money on real estate. Uh, I've never been the made the greatest amount of money that anybody could make because I'm conservative. But if you take the conservative principles and teachings that I teach and you follow them, I've never lost any money. So you look in the back of the book, and I'm always, when I'm teaching, I always make people go to the back page and go, write this in there. I will not do what Dell told me to do. There is a natural propensity for people to want to go out there and take risks and to gamble and to speculate. And that's a natural propensity on many, many, many people. I don't know what the breakdown between type A and type B people is in this world, but whatever it is, the type A's have this propensity to want to gamble. They want to go for the big shot. I'm not talking about doing that. I'm talking about I buy real estate because, number one, I don't want to lose money, and number two, because there's cash flow. Right now, you can put money in a savings account. The savings accounts that I'm in 
are range anywhere from three and a half to four and a half percent interest. I talked to somebody the other day; they're in some money market accounts that are four point nine percent interest. So when you go to these syndicators and they tell you they're paying zero return, one percent, two percent, three percent, and there's the risk of losing all your money, why would you get into a deal where the rate of return is? one to three, one to five percent with a downside risk of losing everything you have when you can stick your money in a savings account and earn 4.9. Like I was talking with Madeline the other day. She's got some 4.9 money out there. I've got a lot of 4.5. In fact, 4.67 the other day I got. Um, it's out there. I mean, now I'm not telling you that the savings account is where you're going to get rich. You're not going to get rich on a savings account. That's not my point. But my point is, why would you buy an investment that doesn't have cash flow? And yet people are buying investments left and right that have zero cash flow. By the way, the stock market has zero cash flow. Your 401k has zero cash flow. Your IRA pays you nothing and your home paid free and clear. It's nothing. So it's very common for people to believe that it's okay to put their money into something that doesn't pay them anything this moment. To me, that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm looking at a deal right now that the deals come down $10 million from its highest price. And yet, even at that price, with the interest rate increases, the cash flow on a fully amortized loan, a normal loan, is only 1%. And the cash flow on interest-only loan is only 3%. And yet, these people want me to put in a higher offer. And I go, are you out of your mind? Have you guys just lost it? And the answer is yes, they have lost it. The world has lost its way, which I'm going to go over here in the second half and show you how crazy this stuff is. But what you need to understand is that the way real estate really works is you buy it so that you have cash flow. You also should have principal reduction. In other words, you buy a rent house. Tenant starts paying you money. You've got five hundred dollars a month positive cash flow, but you've also got ten, twenty, thirty, forty bucks a month being paid off that mortgage every month, and that's called principal reduction. In an apartment complex, that forty or fifty is probably four thousand or five thousand a month in principal reduction, depending on the size of the property. It could be ten thousand a month in principal reduction, but that's part of your payout. But when you have an interest-only loan, there is no principal reduction. So all you people that are getting into these syndications that have interest-only loans, I want you to realize you've just given up one-fifth of all the cash flow that you can get out of a deal. One-fifth. It's gone because you gave it away. How did you give it away? By giving this syndicator. Remember, it's a syndicator, which I'm going to go into. It's almost a dirty word. I'm going to go into after half of the show. But you're giving away your money instead of investing it yourself into a deal that makes cash flow is safe that you can't lose money on. And number three, uh, has principal reduction. Now you look at tax advantages you know, people, I don't understand this. People are worried about taxes and they're so worried about taxes that they'll do anything to avoid taxes. Yet at the same time, taxes mean you made profit. And if you made massive profit, then you pay massive taxes, right? So, I always ask people, did you pay 400000 in taxes last year? And they always go, no. And I said, well, then you don't have a tax problem. You have an income problem. If you made a million last year, then your taxes are 400000 and that makes sense. But the truth is, if I make a million and I pay in 400000 in taxes, 
I'm probably going to get back anywhere from half to two-thirds of that back from the government because I have depreciation, which is a part of the benefits of owning real estate. If you go into a syndication and they trap you out of that to where you don't get that, then you are not, you're giving away that whole part of the benefit. Think about that. If I can earn a million and instead of paying $400,000, I only pay $100,000, I've just made $300,000. And then you throw on top of that appreciation. Appreciation says that the value of this property should go up, and properties do go up, except when they don't. I own millions, tens of millions, I don't know how many tens of millions I own of real estate, but I own it all myself. I stopped syndicating 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and the prices just kept going up because the syndicators, as we helped teach them to do, went out there and bought these deals because there was potential to do turnarounds on these deals. And there was potential for great capital gains and cash flow and everything else. But what happened was is that after I started teaching it all over the country, other people started teaching it too. Or my students went out there and started teaching it. And then my students forgot the moral issue behind it. They forgot the fact that you shouldn't go out there and buy deals that your investors don't make any money on. Say, so, well, why do they do it? The reason that these syndicators do it for all of them, except Lifestyles members, because Lifestyles, we've agreed not to do this. Now, we can't stop them from doing it. And just as soon as they start doing it, we ask them that they leave because we can't stop them from doing it. But we've all signed an agreement that we won't allow anybody in the group to cheat everybody else. And what's happening with these syndicators and has been happening with syndicators for since the beginning of time is they are taking fees. They're making all their money off of fees. So let's talk about this. They go out there and they close a deal. Let's say it's a small deal like the deals I can afford to do, $40 million deals. Those deals, they would take 10, 1% of that would be $400,000 up front. Now think about that for a second. $400,000 is their upfront fee. So they're making the $400,000 instant gain. Where does that $400,000 come from? It comes out of the equity in the deal from the people who put up the money. So when you guys all put up your money to get into this deal, that dude walked with 400 grand. You're already down 400 grand. You lost 400 grand the second that dude took 400 grand, right? And people are dumb. They don't know what they're doing. Outside of lifestyles with no education, people are just throwing money at these things because a guy like Grant Cardone's on the uh, Internet every day telling you, you're dumb if you don't get invested with me. Real estate is the greatest investment of all time. It's not being selective, but that's not what I do. I teach people to be selective on these deals and make sure that they make money before you buy into them. But these guys are making these massive upfront fees. So what do they do? They come up with a story. It's called pro forma. I'll buy this, and after we do this, 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 and this, then it will be in a better position, and we'll start making money. What we used to do is buy it where it already made money. Now, listen carefully. This is what we used to do. We'd buy it where it already made 5 to 10% return, and then we'd go out and fix it and make it work, make 15 to 20% return. But the syndicators have taken that opportunity away because there's so many of them throwing so much blind money at the market that people just kept buying things into prices that made no sense at all. And the cash flow went down, 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 down. I don't have any of those problems. The people that are buying IROs, in fact, are beginner 
deals. Uh, 23-year-old kid that bought a deal, he just bought it, owned it for a year and a half, sold it, made a 50% return. Capital gains on the deal, plus cash flow. He didn't have any problem. He's only 23 years old. He figured it out. The next thing they're doing is they're taking a management fee. Again, a fee. They took a finder's fee. They take a management fee. They take a finance fee for signing as a, as a um, key principal. Somebody else takes that fee. So let's take and do some quick math here. On a $40 million deal, that's about 250 units. Let's just do some quick math here so you understand how much money these dudes are taking out of these deals. 250 units times $1,500 a month cash flow. That's about $375,000 a month. Right? Times 12. That's 4,500,000 a year times one or 0.05% management fee. That's $225,000 a year. So while your investment sits there and earns absolutely nothing, these syndicators are making 250,000 bucks a year. Now think about it. You just made 400,000 on the front end and now you're making $250,000 on the management fees. Do you actually care if the thing cash flows your partners? As a syndicator, the only reason you do in any way, shape, or form is because your your partners will give you insane amounts of problems if you're a lifestyle part, uh, syndicator. Or if you're a non-lifestyle syndicator, you, you just figure, well, all those people are never going to give me money again. Will they ever do anything to you for losing their money? No. Because you got a non-recourse loan and you've got a deal set up uh, as a syndicator where you're not responsible for their losses. So these syndicators have nothing at risk. They're not even signing for the loans personally. They have nothing at risk, and they're making millions of dollars. If you take the management fee on the $400 million, it's 10 times as much. What is that? That's $2.5 million a year in management fees. So now you take somebody like Cardone, who says he has $3 billion worth of real estate. I just talked about $40 million or $400 million. This guy is making so much money, it's insane. But you are not. And that's the problem with these syndicators. Now, when we come back from break, I'm going to talk to you about what's happening to them right now, why they are all of a sudden losing all of your money inside of their deals. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. What does Dell Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, think you need to succeed in this market? It's time to buy, and so you better get prepared. You better get educated. You better get your money right. You need to get involved because you're going to need the financing. You're going to need the vendors that we have available to us. You're just going to need the interaction with people. You need to immerse yourself into real estate start your real estate immersion with the free workshop live online at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com you're hearing the dell wamsley radio show want more life-changing knowledge access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab now your host dell wamsley Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about what's the difference between a IRO, independent real estate owner, doing real estate for the right reasons, and a syndicator who is basically a shark in the night, stealing your money to lose it in deals that they're getting paid 
big fees to get into. Now, in lifestyles, we've all agreed not to take these upfront fees. Uh, they're still getting management fees, which means they're making money even when you're not making money. But we've all agreed not to take the upfront fees. That's just in lifestyles. But, you know, 90% of the real estate in this world is not done in lifestyles. It's done out there in the world. So these guys are racking up these fees, which means they're not going to stop buying these properties. And whatever the bank will lend to them is how much they're willing to spend on these properties. So as we look at this situation, what's happened is that they have gone and pushed the prices up so high to where the bank will only lend them money if it's on adjustable rate mortgage or if it's interest only to where the cash flow, the, the, the debt coverage ratio is such that the bank feels comfortable with the loan. Well, they used to lend 80%. In fact, we've even done as much as high 90%, 80% of the price of the value of the property. Then they went to 75, then to 70, then they went to 65, then they went to 60, and now people are paying as much as 50% down. Why? Because when you look at the cap rate and you look at the interest rate and the interest rate is higher than the cap rate, you have negative arbitrage. You have something that doesn't make any sense at all. Part of the reason real estate was so profitable is because of leverage, meaning I can go buy something that has a 10% cap rate that I only have to pay 6% interest on or 7% interest on and make the difference. The 30% difference between the 7% and the 10% I'm earning is money I'm making off the money, not off my money, but off somebody else's money. Now the bank is making the arbitrage. So you're going out there and buying an investment with this syndicator that is only paying about a five cap rate or a four and a half cap rate with interest rates that are now up into the sixes or into the five and a half, five and three quarters. So you have negative cash flow from your mortgage. You're losing money every single month. Now, why is it? Because these syndicators were so greedy, they were willing to sign these deals and go into them. I didn't go into any of those deals. My friends didn't go into any of these deals, although I do have one or two friends that did. And they're just they're killing themselves right now. They're hating themselves. Because everybody knows that that was ridiculous to do, yet they all did it. Right? So the bottom line is you can't stop what 90% of the people out there are doing, and they did it until they destroyed the marketplace to where the inflation was so high that the Fed had to turn around and shut it down. And so the Fed started raising interest rates. Now, here's the problem with salespeople, syndicators, uh, something-for-nothing, instantaneous, gratificationally disease, get-rich-quick guys, and that's what all these syndicators are. Is there people not going to operate the business as a long-term business? They're out there buying this stuff because they need the money in and out every three to five years. Why? Because they need the fees. So if they put the money in, they leave it there for three years, they're able to come out the other side and get any kind of money out of it at all to pay back to partners, then they go do it again and plop down another million dollars worth of fees. So they just keep devouring the marketplace. But what's happening right now is that the prices are going down. The cap rates are going up. And the deals they're trying to do don't make sense. In fact, the deals they own, they can't even sell without taking a loss on them. And there are deals going down, losses everywhere. Left and right, people are losing money on these deals. Why? Because they paid too much. Because they took on ridiculous financing to get to a position they could even finance these ridiculously high prices. And they did it because they didn't care if there's any cash flow. Why? Well, because they got the fees. It's all about the fees. The syndicators are the culprits here. No doubt. 
They are the destruction of the real estate market. Now, let's add to that the mortgage brokers who are willing to lend to them, the banks that are willing to lend to them, and the real estate brokers that are willing to sell at these ridiculously high prices because all of them get paid what? The word is what? Fees. They all get fees. This whole thing is driven by fees. It's not driven by we need more housing because we don't. There's an oversupply of housing coming onto the marketplace right now. And so new construction of housing has gone down because there's already enough. So it's fees. There's no reason to do it because of long-term investments and retirement-type deals like we used to put together. These guys are putting together stuff they thought they could hold together for three years, get the money back out, and then go do another deal and get fees. That's what these guys are doing. So now the market's going against them. They're getting their butt kicked. And the prices are coming down. And I've got lots of details and facts here to share with you in the last segment. But before I get to the details and the facts, I want you just to understand what it's meaning. It's meaning I went into four letters of intent last week. Prices had come down so radically, so drastically. What happened was during the very week that I was in these deals, willing to pay tens of millions of dollars less than what they were worth a year ago or six months ago, the prices went down on me again. And I got other deals offered to me at even better prices. I go, you're buying? Well, nobody's buying right now. You're buying? Well, then we'll sell you something. And so I got offered even better deals. Prices went down even lower. Cap rates came up even higher. And now my cap rates are above interest rates. I'm actually back to where real estate makes sense again. Now, I could syndicate a hundred, a thousand of these deals at those prices. I'm just not a syndicator. I'm almost 70 years old. I'm not the guy to go out there and fight the fight. But these other younger syndicators, if they're willing to stand on the sideline and make offers that make sense, they're going to come away with these deals because these prices are going to continue to fall. As these other deals, their loans come due, they're going to get crushed because they can't refinance. Because why? Because the properties aren't worth what they bought them for in the first place. They won't qualify to refinance the loans they have. They're going to get destroyed. They're going to have to come to the table with capital, money, to save the day on these deals. And when they do, their partners are going to go, I don't want to go with you. I'm going to go with this young kid over here. It's got a deal that actually pays cash flow. He's buying it at a cap rate that's two points higher than what you're selling at. That's what they're going to do. They're going to leave these fools behind. Because these fools, these greedy, greedy syndicators, have got to be cleaned out. And they will get cleaned out. And when they're cleaned out, the world of real estate will come back down to normal. Now, the question is, will they get cleaned out before interest rates go back down? I see nothing that says interest rates are going down. I don't. You do. I see people screaming it. Why do they scream it? Because the syndicators have to scream it to try to get their people to hold on. The brokers have to scream it to get people to buy. That you know, immediately these deals might be great deals. They've dropped in price. You know, ten million, five million, whatever. And by next month, or the interest rates go down, then you'll make that five million back. But it's still the wrong reason to buy. You got to buy because there's number one cash flow. You got to buy because number one, the interest rates are below the cap rate. If the interest rates are not below the cap rate, you should not be buying real estate. I've been telling people, I've got videos of me telling people for the last three years, don't do what they're doing. Don't buy these adjustable rate mortgages. Don't go into these deals where there's interest only because they are going to destroy you. And so now they're buying deals and they have been buying deals that made no sense for the last three years. 
Now, the marketplace has changed. The, the Fed has decided that we've got to stop this inflation, this insanity buying, and they've upped the interest rates. What you need to understand as an investor is that higher interest rates do not mean a bad thing. They mean a bad thing if you pay too much for your real estate. They don't mean a bad thing if you're out there buying real estate now because you have to wait until, and this is important point, until the sellers realize that what they think the value of something is isn't what it is. Some of them will not realize that, and they're going to hold on until they lose everything. Lifestyles members out there, we told you a year and a half ago to two years ago, hey, We're coming into some bad times here. Interest rates are starting to rise. You need to get out of your deals right now. Sell them while the marketplace is still solid. You can get a good price for them. Yet some people didn't do that. They made bad decisions, period. Doesn't matter what I taught them. Go to the back of the book. They didn't listen to what I had to say. And I'm irritated about it. Yes, I'm an old man complaining because as an old man, I told you this was going to happen, and now it's happening. Just because we're good operators, we're above the market. But the bottom line is the market is softening. And eventually it will come to everybody except the best operators. You will see the bad operators starting to fall apart. And some people will use what you taught them to go buy a piece of real estate and then do stupid things with it once they buy it. We're seeing that starting to show up. You don't see that stuff when the market is full. That's what we're seeing now is people that can't operate their properties are having problems. People that were good at operating are still okay. It's the fifth consecutive quarter this is happening. That's how many years? That's a year and a half ago. I've been screaming about this for three years. So for a year and a half, it's actually been happening. I told you it was going to happen, and then it started happening, and now it's been happening for five quarters. I told you when it first started happening that brokers would admit to it. And then I told you they would eventually have to give in and admit to it. If you look at this, the cap rates are up. And by the way, I'm not going to have enough time to go over these today. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to come back tomorrow and get in the same discussion. Because the bottom line is these cap rates have gone up massively. I'm looking at a list here of cap rates that have gone up radically. What I'm telling you is I think the prices are going to come down even more. Why? Because they're still not where there's positive growth on the interest rates in some cities. And this is where I want to get into this, why I'm going to spend a whole day on it. I'm going to go tomorrow. I promise you I'm going to come back and I'm going to go market by market by market and show you that there are deals out there right now that are positive cash flow, that have all types of upside potential that you can do a great job with. And there are markets where there's still a lot of really rich, dumb syndicators that are still putting together deals that make no sense at all. And that, my friend, is what I wanted to get to today, but I couldn't. There wasn't enough time. Heed the warning. I've been this loud for three years. I'm getting louder. Radio will only allow me to be so loud. You've got to listen to what I'm saying. These guys are going to lose your entire life savings. Stay away from these syndicators. For you Lifestyles members, I'm going to come back and have a meeting. That's all I can do is have a meeting and get the syndicators that are willing to agree with me to identify themselves. The rest of the syndicators that still want to put together these ridiculously high-priced deals, they're going to have to go on their way because we can't put our passes money into these ridiculous deals and then survive. I hope you got what I had to say today. I hope you come back tomorrow. I'll go into more intense detail. Remember, we're not here to make syndicators rich. We're here for the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day.
for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.